Welcome back to Baytown Engage. I have with me today brand new councilman to Baytown, District 5. That's right. My councilman, so I'm going to play favorites today, Jacob Powell. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to Baytown City Government. Let me ask you a question. First of all, why did you want to be on council? It's what? a great question that I <laughs> get a lot. Why would you why? want to do that? A neighbor told me, he said, you are not getting enough punishment at home or at work to do this. But <laughs> no, I, for me, it's just about service. Both of my parents served in the military. Okay. They were both in the Navy. So that was just something they instilled in us, uh, wanting to serve, always looking to serve. And actually, that was, you know, coming out of high school, that was what I thought I was going to do was serve in the military Mm -hmm. as well. And just some unfortunate circumstances. Had a medical disqualification, actually. A a bad back. Couldn't serve in the military. But always kind of thought, you know, if it's meant to be, I'll find another way to serve Mm -hmm. in the future. And so uh, really, you know, over the next several years, started thinking more about serving, you know, in an elected position. And just over the last few years, got to know a couple city council members here, Mm -hmm. current and past city council members, and kind of picked their brains, asked them what it was like, what they enjoyed. And so just decided that 2020 was the time to do it. Uh, oh, time during to, a time pandemic. To make a absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Interesting year. So a little bit about you. So that was you met some council members. You always wanted to serve, which it takes service in your blood to be on council. And we thank you for that. So tell us a little bit about you, who you are, where are you from? What's going on with your family? Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm originally from a very small town in Tallahassee, Alabama. Okay. Uh, no one's ever heard of it. I'm hearing um, a little twang a, there. It's though. a very, yeah, a very <laughs> small town, but grew up there, went to uh, Auburn University, not okay. far away, for electrical engineering, and that's what brought me out to Baytown mm. originally. It was back in 2008. Okay. I got an internship with ExxonMobil. Nice. Um, moved here to Baytown. Never been to Texas at the time, and so it was all brand new to me. Lived in an apartment over on Baker Road. Okay. Uh, I think it was Camden at the time. I think <laughs> it it's probably, changed, changed yeah. names a few times since, yeah. but that was my first time living in Baytown. And so after that, moved back and forth a couple times. It, you know, it was a co-op. So we, I went from school to work and right. back and forth, but ended up out here full-time in 2011. Beginning of 2011 is when I moved to Baytown with a full-time job at ExxonMobil. Nice. Really. And then brought my wife out. We got married that following August and she moved out from Alabama mm-hmm. as well. Drug her out here kicking and screaming. I mean, you, know? you fell in love with Baytown. It was like, you're bringing me to Baytown, yeah. Texas. Moved, yeah. moved away from all her family and everything she knew but you know it's become home to us we actually originally lived in Mont Bellevue okay and then uh, back in 2016 we moved to Baytown yeah. and er- everyone told us we were going the wrong way that was the kind of the thing they said <laughs> how dare they <laughs> yeah but you know for us it, we were both working in Baytown at the time you know church was here in Baytown mm-hmm. all our friends were here in Baytown it just so made it, sense it just made sense just right made sense. I mean even the drive from Mont Bellevue to work in Baytown was too long for me I'm, you know like I said I'm from a really small town I yeah. don't do traffic. I don't do, you know, Baytown is a large city compared to where I grew up. Oh my goodness, yeah. really? Um, so so this is a shock for you. This was a lot for you because yeah. like, we're only like 20 minutes from Houston. and So this is a lot. Right. Wow. Well, actually, going back to that first internship, mm-hmm. uh, first day on the job, my group took me out to lunch and they're like, all right, you know, you've been here for all of like three days. First impressions, what do you think of Baytown? And I was like, well, I've never lived in such a big city. And they all start laughing. And I said, well, what's so, you know, what's so funny? And they're like, this is not a big city and I'm like oh it is you know it's all about perspective right absolutely so so then I went into Houston and I understood why they laughed at me (laughs) 
But yeah, it's all relative. You can get lost. I, I still get lost in Baytown. I was born and raised. I still get lost in Baytown. There's parts of Baytown I'm like, oh, I didn't even know this was here. So please don't feel bad. But absolutely. So welcome to Baytown. You're a Baytonian now. I am You're not now. from Alabama. You I are from now. here. And so. my children are all Texans. We have we have three kids now. Oh, Honor is six. Kinsley is five. And Brooks is three. Wow. Um, so yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. Brooks is our, we call him our Harvey baby. Uh, he was born just, he was born six days before Harvey oh, flooded oh, our house. Oh. And so we, uh, that was an experience we had because the in laws were in town. They were coming to see their and, new grandbaby. And, then they're stuck. and so they got to ride out on a boat with us. They're flooded in at the house. So welcome it to was, Baytown. Yeah, it was quite an experience. Yeah, hurricanes and all of the flooding that we have in the area. That's a, that's a good experience to have. You know, that's a good, yeah, that's, yes. that's a good one. That's a good, it's a nice memory. Yeah, you were born during, during Harvey. Oh, yeah. So you are a nice little implant. So you're from Baytown. We're not going to say you're from anywhere else. Right. We're not going to claim that at all. We're going to ignore you lived in my Bellevue. You, you were always here. <laughs> always <laughs> here. Right. So let's discuss. So you had Harvey, which is another, that was a hard one for a lot of us. But then you had 2020. You decided to run for local government, but then the pandemic hit. How has that been for you with your family and everything? Uh, 2020 was a unique year, you know, mm-hmm. as everyone would agree. It started in a unique way for us before COVID even happened. We do foster care um, and and we got our first foster placement at the beginning of 2020. So it was already something new to us was already happening in 2020. And then we got to experience foster care in a pandemic, you know, with with court cases over Zoom and things like that. But I'll say one of the good things that came out of COVID, Mm -hmm. we always need to look for the the silver lining, look for the positive, right? It just gave us time to refocus on what was important. Um, You know, a lot of the little things that were pulling your attention all different ways those things just stopped happening yeah and so we really we spent a lot of time together as a family going for walks going for bike rides i mean we were all locked down at home we were looking for ways to to get outside and Mm -hmm. spend time together and so it 2020 just gave us a chance to reprioritize and you know kind of self-reflect and see hey what do i want to do you know after this and and going forward and and this kind of came back you know the the, this desire to serve in some way and so um, i knew it was going to be unique you know you're out knocking on people's doors and yes. you don't know how they're gonna respond like and i apologize why are you? i probably ignored you i'm sorry <laughs> that's okay you are not the only one it, you, you see the people kind of peek through the blinds and then try to duck down and act like they didn't see you but no so I, you know you didn't know how people would react but surprisingly i mean people were you could tell yeah. they just wanted to talk to someone yeah, they want to talk to people and, and so yeah yeah there was a lot of opportunity to have have great conversations and meet a ton of good folks do you think with the way if the pandemic didn't happen, it may have not pushed you to try to run? Because, you know, with, like you said, perspective, it made all of us sit down for a second, reevaluate life, appreciate different parts of our life, and it forces you to connect on a different level. So do you feel it may have helped you with knocking on the doors because you want to see other faces? You love your family. We love our family. But when you're stuck in the house with them for hours, it's like, I want to see something else. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else. Yeah. Do you um, think it 
kind of pushed you a little bit further? I think it did push me a little bit because, like I said, it just kind of refocused on, hey, what are some things that I've aspired to do and mm-hmm. maybe I'm just not working towards that right now. Right. And so mm-hmm. it gave me that opportunity. And yeah, it, it did give me a chance to get out of the house a little bit. Um, I'd been working from home since March. Late March, I guess, is when all that happened. Right. So a chance to get out. But I mean, still brought the kids along when I could. We'd kind of rotate them. I wouldn't bring all three at one time. That would be a bit That would much. be a lot. Yeah, yeah. That would that would uh, have lost Today votes is for your sure. Turn. But, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we rotated them through and they enjoyed the one-on-one time and That's walking good. around the neighborhoods and uh yeah, so we made we made the most of it. So walking around, knocking on doors, getting to know your district, fueling your desire to serve. What do you see will be your biggest challenge to serve the community? You've lived here now, you've worked here, you've started a family here. You have our Harvey baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have COVID. But now that you saw the community on a shutdown, what do you think needs to be done? What do you see can be maybe a challenge for you that you're ready to like dig into? I think I think the biggest challenge is just going to be, you know, making sure everyone has a voice, but then they believe that they're being heard. Because on any issue, you're just never going to get everyone to agree. Right. It's just it's just not going to happen. Um, no, there's many different opinions on every single issue. And so it, it's trying to make sure you're listening to those people. If Even if you disagree with them, I want to have open ears, open mind, and, and make sure those people are being heard. And probably we're going to agree on some things and disagree on some other things. But the challenge is just making sure everyone believes that they're being heard. That's what I want to do. And I want to find creative ways to get that message out there, like a podcast or um, you know, using Facebook. <laughs> or whatever oh God, it may be. Media, yeah. And then you find out, you know, I was going door to door meeting people and I, hey, do you mind if I get your email address just so I can follow up? Oh, I don't have a computer. You know, so like, yeah. it's hard for me to imagine that, but those people still exist and, yeah. and they're not going to hear this. No. Um, and so it's trying to find ways to connect with those people. I mean, maybe you just have to go knock on their door again on, yeah. on some interval. And listen. <laughs> right, right. Or contact them through some other means. But yeah, I think the challenge is just making sure everyone feels like they're being heard. And I think with everything going on, like you just said, you can't imagine not have, well, you don't have a computer, you don't have a smartphone. What are you talking about? And I feel like for me personally, with everything that went on last year, it made all of us it added a level of compassion. Like everyone right. isn't you. We're, we all have a different life, frame of reference. There really isn't a right or wrong when it comes to how that is because they may not want a computer. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But it's forcing us to find a new way to reach out to them because you have to meet people where they are, right? So that's the most important thing, meeting them where they are. Even if they don't answer the door and I apologize for giving <laughs> that's answer. Okay. That's <laughs> okay. The door. So let me ask you also this. You know, you're brand new to council. You have ideas. You're raring to go. You're excited. You're young it's happening what are you looking most forward to being on council i think just you know it's, it's going to be a steep learning curve mm-hmm. um, but i look forward to the learning curve that's that's what i enjoy most about my engineering role is just, it's problem solving it's learning new things you face new challenges every day mm-hmm. and city council i don't think is going to be any different from that you know it's problem solving and it's new challenges every day so i just i look forward to you know just learning more about the city and how it functions kind of the inner 
yeah. inner workings. I mean, you see Parks and Rec, and and some you know some of it is, is a lot more visible than other parts. You know, you don't really see the finance department no. when you're out around town, right? right but but right. it's there and it's functioning. And so I look forward to learning more about all those moving parts. Many departments, many employees, and a lot of working parts. So that's true. You you don't get a chance to see it, but you'll see it now firsthand. Oh, yeah. Firsthand, yes. and we're excited to have you on council. Definitely. So you've lived here now since 2008. Right, on and off. On but, and off. But yeah, 2008 was my first time in I don't Town. count all that. You've been here right, right. since 2008. So you've lived here. You raised your family here um, as a council member, a citizen, resident of Baytown. What is it you would love people to know who don't live here? What's that thing that like you just don't know? This is Baytown. You know, I'd like people to see kind of where Baytown's going. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I mean, we're in the middle of a boom as far as we're just growing in leaps and bounds, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's exciting. It's good to be a part of that. We have new residential developments and commercial developments. I mean, it seems like they just are popping up, you know, everywhere, overnight, yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so Baytown's going places. And, you know, I think for right or for wrong, you know, it's had this industrial kind of... Oil and water beats. We, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's to, to people outside, that's just an industrial city. And, mm-hmm. and, and by all means, we're never going to separate ourselves from that. I mean, Baytown's a great city because of the oil and gas and the chemical companies that are here. But because of those, there's a lot of job opportunities um, Mm -hmm. and there's just a lot of good growth that's occurring. Absolutely. And so I want people to see that and know that it's a great place to be. We love being here. To me, it's the people. Get to know the people. Get to know your neighbors. That's that's what's going to keep you where you are. It's just knowing people. And there's some great people here in Baytown. Yeah, we're we're pretty amazing. We're pretty amazing. (laughs) We're, We're awesome people. So let me ask you, you what's coming up for you what projects are you working on or what's bubbling in your brain that you want to work on for baytown um i mean the the big things that i'm sure everyone's aware of you know the garth road widening project i think you've you've touched on that on the previous (laughs) podcast and there's (laughs) some things like that but you know for district five specifically Mm -hmm. it's a mostly residential area and so folks want to know just about infrastructure mobility making sure that that's keeping up you know 146 cuts right through district five a lot of District 5 was affected by Hurricane Harvey. And so, you know, just making sure infrastructure is keeping up. That's not always the most glamorous projects to talk about. It's okay. <laughs> but it's uh, but but it's, it's needed, you know. So mm-hmm. just making sure we're staying out in front of th- the need for growth. And that mm-hmm. over there off of 146, headed out on the Chambers County yes. side, at Kilgore, you know, there's a lot of growth going on mm-hmm. over there. And so we just want to make sure infrastructure is keeping up with that. I think another a big project that's exciting is just the redevelopment development of the San Jacinto Mall. Oh gosh. Um, you know, yes. that's that's it's, it's been slow, but mm-hmm. it is still moving forward and uh when, you know, we talked about just residential development and things mm-hmm. like that and, and you know that goes hand in hand with that retail. You know, you get some high-end retail and some high-end residential comes right after it and yeah. it's just it's a cycle, you know. Mm-hmm. And so those things kind of feed off each other. And so I'm excited to see that continue on. And then and there's a lot of room for more development like that, you know, the new San Jacinto Boulevard. I think that's a very yeah. really nice corridor there with room for growth there as well. So definitely want to see more retail growth in those areas. And restaurants. Oh yes, restaurants. We definitely we need like some. to eat. Yes, yes. I <laughs> we love, like to I eat. We to like eat. to eat. Yes. Yeah. We, we've improved over the years. You got here when we started having things, but we were like, man, we got a we have a Texas Roadhouse. I'm excited. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, any of that. So no, really, I'm excited to see what you're going to do. And I know it's exciting for you. Brand new to council, see what's happening, getting that chamber, have those meetings. It's gonna be great. It's gonna 
doing me great. I want to say thank you very much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's really been great meeting you. Sorry. Finally, because I did not open my door when he knocked, probably. Well, if I ever come around again, <laughs> I, will, yeah. I will be like, hey, how are you yeah, doing? Good to see you <laughs> nice again. Nice to see yeah. you. My door is open. So where can we reach you? Where can your district call you, reach you, email you? So my email address mm-hmm. is district.5 at baytown.org. Yes, sir. My phone number is 281-461-3610. Oh, I am thankful that you came. I'll make sure your information is all in the description so we can call you yes. and harass you Put all day show notes. and tell you all, <laughs> all that we need. I'll be the first one. Uh, Mr. Powell, I need... Thank you. Appreciate it. That is okay. Favoritism. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming You'll move on. to the top of the list. Oh, my Every God. Every request you have. Thank you. I'm semi-spoiled. So thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. You're always welcome. Anytime you want to come, promote anything, talk about anything, the door's open. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to Baytown Engage. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. Stay tuned.